PMDD partners, welcome to another episode of the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Dr. Rose Alcaton, your PMDD relationship psychotraumatologist. And being that I have PMDD, I have chosen to specialize my practice in helping PMDD partners to stop the monthly breakups. Each week, I will be providing you with my signature trauma transformational tools. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Rose, your PMDD relationship expert. And today we are going to be talking about a very controversial topic within the PMDD partners community. And that is, is your PMDD partner toxic? So, so many times when we're thinking about breaking up with our PMDD partners, there's always this confusion in our mind because we're like, but what if I'm really not supposed to be with this person? What if PMDD is just showing me that this relationship is not supposed to work? Can I really ignore all of the signs of being in this relationship that are causing me so much trouble and frustration and stress? And it's just sometimes so hard to determine is everything PMDD or is my PMDD partner really toxic? Like, am I, is this really showing me something that I'm supposed to see? Should I continue to ignore the signs? And as a PMDD relationship expert, I have to be very honest with you in letting you know that although my goal is for you not to break up with your PMDD partner every single month, and that is what my PMDD trauma transformational tools are there for, it is a possibility that if you are with the wrong partner, if your partner is toxic, then the tools that I give you won't really be effective if you're not supposed to be with this particular person. And I know with the brain fog and the intrusive thoughts, it's so, so hard to determine Am I just upset because I'm in PMDD and I'm having all this this brain fog and these intrusive thoughts? Or is my partner really toxic? And today we are going to go over my key signature, seven ways to determine if your PMDD partner is toxic. So if you see yourself in any of these situations that I'm describing to you today, then I want you to know, I'm going to preface that it may be a possibility that your PMDD partner is toxic. And there's two ways to take that, right? So in one sense, your partner as a whole is toxic. In the second sense, which is with a lot of my private PMDD clients, though your PMDD partner is displaying toxic behavior. And if it's just toxic behavior, that behavior can be modified with the right tools and by doing the work with me together. But we have to determine between the two. Is your PMDD partner toxic or not? So we're going to go right into it today. And I'm really going to just talk to you about what it really means for your PMDD partner to be toxic. What does that mean for you? Um, what does that mean for your relationship? What decisions do you need to make after that? And that is completely what I work with my PMDD clients on because I want to make sure that you're always keeping the goals of your relationship in mind every single time we have these PMDD private sessions. And so I want you to really listen to this. And in the beginning, I want you to think about, all right, as we're thinking about 
whether your PMDD partner is toxic or not, I want you to also think about what are the goals of your relationship? Where do you see yourself? What have you been through? Because a lot of times you, your PMDD partner may be displaying toxic behavior because of a lot of the trauma that they dealt with as a result of being with someone who suffers from PMDD, right? So again, we're going to talk about it towards the end about whether this is toxic behavior or if your PMDD partner is just toxic. So the first thing that I want to let you know is that when you have PMDD, a toxic relationship can suck the life out of you. So some people have a long history of getting themselves in PMDD relationships with PMDD partners where they stayed with a toxic partner. They stayed in a toxic relationship far too long and it's done damage where even when they've gotten with the right partner, they can't fully enjoy it because they're so damaged and broken from staying in that toxic relationship so long. So they're, maybe they have trust issues. Maybe they have abandonment issues. Maybe they have issues where they're insecure because they've been verbally and physically abused. Like there's so much damage that can happen from staying in a toxic relationship relationship for too long. So this is why I want you to have these tools in the forefront of your mind so that you can make a wise decision moving forward about your PMDD partner. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what exactly is a toxic relationship, right? Any relationship between two people who don't support one another, where there's conflict and one seeks to undermine the other person, where there's this constant competition in the relationship and there's a strong sense of disrespect and a lack of cohesiveness or oneness, then that's a sign that you're in a toxic relationship. That's the definition of it. So if this sounds like any of your present or even past relationships, then you've probably been in or you currently are in a toxic relationship. Again, this is not the end all be all, but if you are in a toxic relationship, this is the perfect time to seek help from a PMDD relationship expert such as myself to either get you to work with you to get out of that situation or to work with your partner to reverse those toxic traits. So I want you to think about the first thing that I'm talking about, which is a first sign of a toxic relationship and a toxic PMDD partner. And that is controlling behavior. So toxic relationships tend to have an element of control. Does your PMDD partner always have to have everything their way? And they're not really considering anything that goes on with you when you're in PMDD. They're only thinking about their suffering. They're only thinking about how they feel, what they need from you. They're always complaining about what they're not getting from you because you have PMDD, but they're not really thinking about you. And does everything have to be their way or the highway? Is it almost like you feel like you can't get anything right with them. They're always criticizing every single thing that you do, despite how hard you try. It seems like you can't really reach their level of expectation, but you're constantly trying and they're just telling you that you're doing it wrong. So do you all, does your partner always feel the need to be the center of attention when you get into PMDD, kind of try to shift it of, of like, yeah, I know you have PMDD, but this is what's going on with me, right? Do they refuse to accept blame for things that happen in PMDD when it's obviously their fault, right? Does everything turn around to being, oh, it's because you have PMDD, right? Oh, I, I acted like this, but I only acted like this because you have PMDD. Does everything have to be about you and PMDD, 
And the last thing with the controlling behavior is does your partner limit who you're allowed to talk to about your PMDD relationship? Do they try to overshadow and make your relationship seem a different way to other people? Then that is a sign that your partner has toxic behaviors. The next thing is distrust. Okay, so if you're in a toxic relationship, you're going to have distrust. And this is demanding where you are and who you're with and not really giving you the time that you need in a relationship to have your own space. When you're in a toxic relationship, they don't want to give you your space if you respect your boundaries. So if you're telling them, hey, I need space right now because I'm in PMDD and I'm needing a moment, and then they're constantly telling you, oh, I want to talk to you. We need to talk about this right now and not really respecting the boundaries, then that could be a sign that you're in a toxic relationship because they're not respecting your boundaries. They're not respecting the fact that you need space when you're saying that you need space. And so I also want to let you know that if your partner starts to catch you in a lie or you feel like you always have to justify yourself and kind of tell them, you know, what you're doing and they're not really believing you, then that's also a sign that you're in a toxic relationship because when you're in PMDD and you're just wanting space because, you know, you're just needing time to process your um, feelings, um, then it seems like you're having to explain yourself as to why you need time, right? Instead of them just believing that, oh, you just need a little bit of time for yourself. They're like, oh, why do you need time? Like, who are you with? What are you doing? Then that's a sign that you're in a toxic relationship because they're undermining your character. They're questioning your character. So the next sign is, are you continuously justifying your PMDD partner's bad behavior? So if you're always having to explain away what your PMDD partner is doing, like, yeah, they did this harsh thing, but they really didn't mean it. But you really know deep down that they intentionally were doing everything on purpose. If your partner is rude and disrespectful to you when they're triggered, and then also when they're not triggered, then it is a sign that you're in a toxic relationship, but you're just trying to avoid it because you really, really want to be with them. So you're making excuses for their bad behavior, right? So I want to let you know that when you're in PMDD and you go off on your partner in PMDD range, they may act a certain way because they're responding to being triggered by you being in PMDD range. And that is completely acceptable, right? It's understandable when you're triggered, then you trigger them. However, if they're not being remorseful to their disrespectful behavior after the fact and saying, you know, I acted out of character. I'm going to try my best not to do that anymore. This is not going to be normal. Then this is a sign that you were in a toxic relationship where they're going to begin to think that those toxic behaviors are normal and they're going to continue. And that is leading directly into number four, which is physical or verbal abuse. I want to let you know whether you have PMDD or not, any form of abuse, physical or verbal, is completely unacceptable. If your PMDD partner is abusing you in any way, you have the right to respect yourself enough to leave the relationship. When you start accepting the physical and the verbal abuse, you're just letting the PMDD partner know that that's, that's your value. That's what you're worth. And they're not going to stop that physical or verbal abuse because you keep accepting it. So if there's a pattern, and I've had this with my private PMDD clients where 
they come to me and said, you know, there's been some very harsh words that are said in PMDD Rage on both sides, right? You know, the PMDD sufferer who's saying everything in PMDD Rage and then also the PMDD partner who's responding to it. And this is a lot of times why they come in to become my private clients. And I always let them know that behavior is unacceptable. So we're not here to justify that, but we're here to correct that. So when we're, when I'm talking about correcting that, it is learning how to cope with PMDD range, cope with, if you haven't downloaded my ebook, 10 ways to manage your PMDD range in your relationship, you can go to my website, www.inlovewithpmdd.com. And there's a reason why I made this completely free and it is my free welcome gift to you. And that is because I want to avoid any physical or verbal abuse that would happen in your PMDD relationship. So I didn't want that to be something where it's like, oh, I don't want to pay for that. Or I don't know, you know, whatever. I wanted it to be a no excuses. There's 10 ways in there that you can apply. So you can see yourself in your circumstance in any of those 10 ways. And this is a way to avoid doing that kind of toxic damage to your PMDD relationship. PMDD lovers, I am so excited to announce my latest course called Dating and PMDD. You asked and I answered. For all of you single PMDD partners wanting to get in a relationship or maybe you're currently dating and you're having some struggles with trying to navigate your PMDD symptoms, or if you're the partner that's thinking about dating someone who has PMDD and you really just want to know how to do it the right way. So we're going to go through eight weeks of intense training with workbooks where we're going to be going over all of these different topics and we're going to have live Q&As. You're going to be able to watch the recordings whenever you feel like it, whatever time zone that you're on. So week one, we're going to be discovering your why. Why do you want to date with PMDD? Why do you want to partner? We need to understand the foundation of that. Week two, we're going to be talking about what makes a supportive PMDD partner. All of my clients always say all the time, I just want a supportive PMDD partner. So I'm going to show you exactly what that looks like when it comes to PMDD. Week three, is going to be boundaries in PMDD, communicating those needs. What is it that you need? What is it that you don't need specifically when you go into PMDD? Week four is going to be PMDD attachment styles. When you go into PMDD, are you an avoidant? Do you have an anxious attachment style? What kind of partner should you date if you have a different attachment style in a PMDD? Week five is the PMDD intrusive thoughts. When you're going through that texting phase and you're not really knowing what to do with that anxiety of should I text, should I not text, should I tell them that I have PMDD, when should I tell them that I have PMDD, how should I tell them that I have PMDD. I'm going to give you the exact blueprint of what to say when you have PMDD and you're dating someone that you're wanting to be in a relationship with. Week six is going to be dating through each phase of your cycle. So every single time that you go through your ovulation, your menstruation, your follicular phase and your luteal phase, when you're dating, you're going to be impacted differently. And I'm going to tell you how to date, when to date, which phase of your cycle is more beneficial and which phase is more so you need to kind of pull back a little bit so that you don't do any damage and that you don't scare away a potential PMDD partner. Week seven is how dating affects your PMDD symptoms 
because when you begin to date, you will have your PMDD symptoms magnified. So I'm going to tell you what to look out for so that you're not surprised, so that you don't feel like you need to stop the dating process or like you're doing something wrong. I'm going to tell you what to expect and what to do to cause your PMDD symptoms to be minimally affected when you're dating. And then the last week eight is going to be how to detach yourself from the PMDD dating process and just have fun and open yourself up to the possibility of having an amazing PMDD partner. So go to www.inlovewithpmdd.com. We start on May 1st and you'll be able to watch the recordings whenever you get this. And you're going to want to get the workbook and everything that's included. I look forward to seeing you in there. We got this. Love you. So number five is passive aggressive behavior. This is when your partner is doing something that you may think you're like, I'm not, like, I'm in PMDD. I don't really know if they're doing it this on purpose. And it's like, they're not outwardly doing something like they're not outwardly physically or verbally abusing you. But if your partner is consistently giving you excuses, you know, about, a whole bunch of things that they're supposed to be doing. Like, did they forget to pick you up? Did they forget to water the plants? Do they keep shrinking your your clothes and, and over drying them or something? Like if they're trying to punish you basically without outwardly doing it to where they could be blamed for it. If your partner has a lot of resentment towards you and you find that they keep doing little things to you to kind of put, poke at you or punish you if they make little comments to you that they know comments that they know trigger you when you're in PMDD and making little sidebar comments just to provoke you to go off on PMDD range, that is a sign that you are in a toxic relationship. Like if they know that you're in PMDD and they know that you're trying really hard not to go off and you're trying to kind of um keep your cool, but they keep trying to poke you, and say things to you like, oh, I bet you want to go off. Like, oh, what are you in PMDD rage again? Oh, this must be PMDD, like taunting you because you're in PMDD and possibly causing you to act out of character. That is passive aggressive behavior. And this is really dangerous because even if you use the tools that I give you, if you have a toxic PMDD partner who is constantly going to be trying to get you to act out of character trying to get you to act out of PMDD rage so that you can be the blame of things that they're really doing, then that cycle is not going to end because that's going to be their way of saying, I can do whatever I want to do, but I can find a way to make it all about them because watch this. If I poke them, if I say this, if I do this, they're going to go off on me in PMDD rage. And then they're going to look at you and be like, oh, you're so crazy. You're acting so crazy without taking responsibility of the fact that they're the ones that were triggering you while you were in PMDD. So if your PMDD partner is not respectful about how they treat you when you're in PMDD, this can be a form of passive aggressive behavior. It's like, oh, if you know, like for me, I don't like questioning. And I I tell my partner that all the time. I'm like, hey, that's a, a trigger for me if you start questioning me a lot about things that I normally do, but I'm in PMDD and you're questioning me. That was a toxic behavioral trait that he had where he was always like, oh, you're going here. Like, who are you going here with? And did like China poke me because he knew that that was one of the triggers 
that I had when I was in PMDD. And instead of respecting that and not asking me the questions, he was doing it. So that's something that we had to work through and he no longer does. But this is what I mean by there's a possibility that your PMDD partner can have toxic traits and there may not be a need to throw away the whole PMDD partner, but it does mean that you need to work through those toxic traits so that they don't continue so that you're not in it put in a situation where you're acting out of character. So number six is lying. So this one is one of the basic fundamentals of a toxic relationship, right? This needs very little explanation, but is your PMDD partner lying to you? Do you find yourself telling lies just to keep the peace? Like, do you feel like you're having to walk on eggshells? Like you can't really be, you know, completely honest with your partner because you're the one having to, you know, lie in order to avoid spending time with your partner, right? Like basically if you have an avoidant attachment style and like me, I want space a lot when I'm in my PMDD relationship. So a toxic behavioral trait would be to like, oh, and like putting my phone on, you know, do not disturb or silence and then saying, oh, I missed your call. Like, no, I didn't miss your call. I turned my phone off so I wouldn't receive your call. Like there's a difference. Like if you're an avoid, if you have an avoidant attachment style, you need to be honest about your methods and how you're going to be doing things. But it, there's never an excuse about lying to your PMDD partner. So if you find that your PMDD partner is lying to you and saying, oh, I didn't feel like I could tell you the truth because, you know, you're in PMDD or I didn't feel like you could handle it. Like if they're lying and then putting it on you because you have PMDD, then that's toxic. Because it's like, whether I have PMDD or not, you're not supposed to lie to me. You're supposed to be completely open and honest because we are in an intimate relationship. So regardless, tell me the truth. Be honest. Don't lie. Because if so, then that's going to lead to a lack of trust. And without trust, there's no relationship. And so number seven, the last one is, does your PMDD relationship keep a scorecard, right? Are you constantly reminding each other on a regular basis about what the other person's not doing, how they're not, you know, pulling their own weight, how they're not doing enough chores for you. You're all, are you always comparing about, I do this more than you do this. You know, like I take care of the kids and you just go to work or I cleaned out, you know, I cleaned the car or I put gas in the car and you didn't put gas in the car. Like, or I went and got groceries and you didn't get groceries that time or you ate the last thing of this. Like if everything is put on the scoreboard and you're feeling like you're constantly doing things just to prove a point or like, oh, I need to make sure I do this because if not, I'm going to hear that from my partner, then that's a toxic, toxic behavioral pattern in your relationship. Because once it starts, it doesn't stop. It's like this onward cycle because you're always thinking about how you need to one up your partner. And you're not thinking of yourself as a team. You're thinking of yourself as an opponent to your partner. You're like, I'm not doing this because I want to do it. I'm doing it because I don't want to hear about it from my partner. So another part of the relationship scorecard with your PMDD partner is, is your PMDD partner constantly bringing up mistakes that you made, ways that you've lashed out when you've been in PMDD, right? Are you continuously apologizing for the same thing, but they're, but they're always making you feel bad about it? Meaning they did something wrong, but they keep bringing up, 
oh, well, I know I did that, but at least I didn't do this. And then bringing up something that you did when you were in PMDD rage or earlier in your journey. I've, I've dealt with this so much where a lot of my private PMDD clients have been working on themselves over the course of, you know, my two month private PMDD coaching sessions have ended. And now I'm onto my monthly and my pyramid sessions with my clients. And so it's kind of like you're outside of the two months. So how you were two months ago is not the same as how you are right now. And so if your partner is constantly judging you and bringing you back to that person that you were when you began working with me, that's a form of a toxic behavioral pattern because it's like, why are you keep reminding me of someone or that ugly part of myself that I've worked so hard, I've invested so much into not being like that person anymore? but you're constantly treating me like I'm like that. You're treating me like I'm acting like that in the moment when I've really actually taken responsibility, found help from a PMDD relationship expert and utilized the tools. And that's why I always tell my private clients, like you should feel empowered to tell your partner, I understand what I did before. So you're not denying that you've made mistakes before. You're not denying that you've gone off on PMDD rage, but you are saying, I'm not that person anymore. We all have the possibility and the privilege of growing in our PMDD journey. We are, we do not have to be the same from month to month. That is the, the one of the few things that are good about PMDD is that it's basically trial and error. Every single month, you have the opportunity to start a fresh month and to do something different than you did the month before. And that's why I'm hoping that you're all taking notes and you're kind of really listening and plugging in the tools that I'm giving you on the podcast. Because if I'm giving you all of these episodes every single week, two episodes a week, you know, um, please don't make me do math. Four times, so that's eight episodes a month. And you're plugging that into your PMDD month. You should be progressing every single month. So you should be unrecognizable, like a a year, six months of doing this because it takes time to practice new things. But over time, as you gradually begin to implement these tools in your relationship, you're going to show up differently and that's going to be a good thing, but you don't need a toxic PMDD partner that is going to continuously identify you as that ugly side of PMDD that you're so shamed, like you're ashamed about that you have so much guilt about, like it's, it's a toxic behavior to bring you back to that point and make you feel guilty all over again. Because if your PMDD partner loved you, adored you, wanted you to feel good about yourself, they wouldn't keep bringing up that side about you that you're trying really hard to not address anymore, not to be a part of you. So an emotionally healthy PMDD partner views being with a partner that is supportive, right? They want to be supported. They want to be cared for. They want to be heard, but they want this all to be done in a way that is not toxic. So if you feel like you're identifying with any of these toxic traits in your PMDD partner or even in yourself, like there's been times where I told you in previous episodes, I've had to check myself, right? When I told you before that I have, you know, been in PMDD and I felt really selfish, like, man, I have really selfish traits, right? That's me checking myself. So if you find that you're doing any of these seven behaviors, you know, to show that you're experiencing, you know, or you're exhibiting toxic behaviors in your relationship, this should be a wake up call for you. This should be like, oh man, I don't want to be toxic in my PMDD relationship. I should probably do something different. 
So before I conclude this episode, I'm going to go over the seven toxic behavioral traits again, because I really want you to just, you can listen to this as many times as you want, but I want you to really think about as, take a deep breath, put the ego aside, put the ego aside, because I know how it is when you hear something and it's so close to your behavior, but you don't want to accept it. You don't want to accept it. You're like, that's not me. But deep down, you know, that's you. So as I'm asking you about your PMDD partner and finding out if your PMDD partner is toxic, I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to look in the mirror and think about, are you the toxic PMDD partner? Are you displaying any of these behaviors? Because if so, you need to seek help to stop the pattern from continuing because if not, you will do further damage to your PMDD relationship and every relationship has a breaking point. Every relationship can take so much until it can't take so much, right? That's why they have that saying when you get a divorce is irretrievably broken. Like you don't want to break your PMDD relationship so much to the point that you can't put it back together. Every, every single PMDD relationships gets cracks, right? So if you're displaying one or two of these and you're like, meh, like it's not my intention. It's one of my, you know, have you ever heard that phrase that's going around like on social media, like one of my toxic traits is. So like if you're listening to these seven things and you're like, oh, one of my toxic traits is this, then guess what? Get help for it. Don't just try to continue to do the same thing and be like, oh, I'm going to try really hard not to do it. And then you end up continuing the pattern. You're going to get frustrated with yourself and we're not meant to do this alone, right? I'm identifying, I'm showing you the mirror. And then once it, once you see yourself in this mirror or you see your partner in this mirror, it's up to you with what you do with this information. And I want to let you know, that's the same thing with all of my episodes And I tell this to all of my private clients. I can provide you with the resources. I can provide you with the PMDD relationship tools, but it's up to you what you do with them. They work if you work them. If you just listen and you continuously act the same, they're not gonna work. Okay, so the first one is the first sign that you are in a toxic relationship with a toxic PMDD partner is controlling behavior is number one. Distrust is number two. And that goes right in line with insecurities, jealousy, all of the things. Number three is if you're constantly having to justify your PMDD partner's bad behavior and making excuses for them. Number four is verbal abuse. Number five is passive aggressive behavior. Number six is lying, not being truthful and omitting the truth. You know, like I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you everything. That's a lie, right? That's still lying. And number seven, there's a relationship scorecard. You're keeping a scorecard. I'm doing this and you're not doing this. And like, you need to be thinking as a team. There's no I in team. I'm pretty sure if you played any kind of sports, you know that there's no I in team. So If you identify with any of these traits, this is your wake-up call. Wake up. 
get help, stop doing it. If you're experiencing verbal or physical abuse in your relationship, you have the right to leave. You have the right to get help. You don't have to stay in a situation where you're continuously getting abused because you feel like, oh, I'm the one in PMDD and I made them do it and they're only this way because of me. Never have your self-worth be so diminished because you have PMDD that you're now accepting physical or verbal abuse and your relationship is toxic. If it is toxic, recognize it as hard as it may be to leave. I know I've done it before. You need to do that for your own safety because you will end up so damaged, so broken, and it'll be all because of a toxic relationship that's probably not going to last anyway, but you're not going to get these years back right? You're not going to get these years back. So every day that you're staying in a toxic relationship and you're at least, you're not getting help for it. You're not even trying to do anything about it. You're doing damage, not only to your relationship, you're doing damage to yourself and you're doing damage to your partner because you're creating an atmosphere where they think that that's okay. It's kind of like if you have a child and you never discipline them and then they grow up and they start committing crimes. You're, it's like, you can't be mad at them because they're committing all of these crimes when you taught them that there's no consequences to their actions and they can just do anything and still be treated well. If your PMDD partner is abusing you and you're still serving them and being nice to them and being like, oh, I thought you needed this and I'm going to do this for you and this. And maybe if I'm really, really nice to you, maybe if I really, really love you, and maybe if I make up for the fact that I have PMDD, that you're, you'll stop abusing me. If they've gotten comfortable with verbally or physically abusing you, it's not going to stop. And neither is your pain. So take a listen to these signs. Wake up if it's you. Wake up if it's your PMDD partner and feel the need, the urge, the pull to do something about it and don't continue the pattern in your PMDD relationship. If you have a toxic PMDD partner or a toxic PMDD relationship, get help, do something about it. You got this. PMDD partners, it is National PMDD Awareness Month. And in lieu of this, I have officially launched In Love with PMDD TV. On this YouTube channel, you are gonna be getting exclusive interviews with other PMDD partners, I'm always going to be coming on there, giving you more tools, more things for your PMDD relationships to stop the monthly breakups, but make sure you go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, In Love with PMDD TV, so you can see more of me, that rhymes, but I'm super excited to be able to provide this for you. And then also, if you're wanting to be a guest on the podcast, In Love with PMDD, where you're listening to me right now, or if you want to be a guest on the TV show, In Love with PMDD TV on YouTube, make sure that you send me an email, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com. Let me know that you want to be a guest. Let me know that you want to share your story. Let me know that you want to share your journey. And for the month of April, I will be having other PMDD sufferers, other PMDD partners come on and collaborate with me on the podcast and then also on In Love with PMDD TV. This is about spreading awareness of PMDD. PMDD, everything that we're suffering with, everything that we're going through, I want the world to be able to see 
what it is that we go through on a month-to-month basis so that more tools can be provided. So I'm super excited. Email me, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com, or you can DM me on Instagram as always, where I vlog my journey daily, but I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, we got this.